Hi, this is Chris from Chris Betts Verses. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, if you're considering donating, I would obviously appreciate it. It's uh, there's you know there's no uh, there's no Joe Rogan money going here, so anything you can give is incredibly appreciated. It'll all either go to better equipment or whiskey. Both improve my life immeasurably. So thank you again for listening. Uh, I hope that you're well. Keep enjoying it. Take care. He wasn't standing correctly to to tell people he was a pedophile. Hello, welcome to Chris Betts Versus. It's Sunday, December 6th. This episode was recorded on December 2nd. I had two great guests. This was this was maybe the most fun episode I've done so far. We just laughed the whole time through. Uh, it was uh, Glenn Wool, who's one of my favorite comedians, great guy. He's a Canadian comedian. Uh, we actually grew up in the same town and went to the same high school, just different ages. He's a few years older than me. And uh, he's, he's, he's been one of my favorites since I started. So he's like one of those uh, one of those people that when I became friends with him, it's every now and then it's surreal that I know him. Uh, so having him on was fantastic. He was such a good sport and so creative with his arguments, as you'll hear. Um, and then the other guest was uh, Paul Byrne, who is a good friend of mine and a comedy director. He's the first non-comedian to take part in Chris Betts versus anyone. He was so funny. He was very fair, very judicious. On one of the arguments, even though it looked like I had lost, he gives it to me on a technicality. That's a good judge. That's that's justice, you know? So we have a great time. We talk about uh, One Night in Bangkok, which if you haven't heard the song One Night in Bangkok, there's a link in the description of the podcast. You should pause the podcast and listen to it so that you know what we're talking about. I hadn't heard the song in my life, so you can hear me just debating against a thing that I don't I don't even know what it is. It's netball with Laura Lex all over again. But it, this was such a great episode. We talk about a terrible heckler that Glenn had in South Korea. Uh, we talk about the benefits of doing the shows online as opposed to live, which didn't go the way that I thought it was going to go. <laughs> I, I thought I thought there was going to be a lot more love for live stand up, but you will hear the way the way that it goes. So this was a, a great episode. Um, if you want to follow Glenn, you can do it at Glenn Wool on. Uh, it's a Glenn with two N's because Canada's just needlessly different, you know. Glenn with two N's. The drinking age is nineteen. There's no reasons for any of this. It's not like Glenn with two N's is short for anything. It's not. He's not Glennifer. So yeah, uh, you can follow him at Glenn Wool. Two N's. Wool. Two O's. One L. Way to go. I feel like that was confusing. Glenn Wool two ends. And uh, Paul Byrne doesn't want you to follow him on anything because he's not a performer, so he's not needy like we are. Uh, you can also check out, and I, I highly recommend checking out Glenn's new album called Viva Forever. It's available on Spotify and all the other things. You can also buy a physical copy from his from the website at standuprecords.com. But for now, I hope everyone's doing all right. We just we just had to turn on the heating in our house. So one day these, these pre-show rambles may may extend depending on where I'm at and where I'm recording them. But for now, I've spent the last nine months in my house. And honestly, I just don't have that much to report. I hope that everyone's safe. I hope you're doing well. Apparently, we're getting vaccines in the next week in the UK. Who knows how that'll turn out? I got fingers crossed that everyone's going to be much safer and happier. But let's be honest, this year's let us down before. But 
in this, the final Chris Betts versus before the vaccine release, I bring to you Glenn Wool and Paul Burke. Hey, buddy how's it going hey uh yes i'm good i'm good good do you do you remember doing south by southwest uh i've done it a few times actually ah, fair enough do you remember the one where donald glover was supposed to be there but he got too drunk and so daryl lennox had to do two sets yes i do that was the one i i got to uh i got to hear donald glover's phone call like to the uh to the to the venue and uh he didn't he didn't have to tell anybody why he wasn't yeah. gonna be. <laughs> like he was loud enough that i could hear it like oh like it was going over a phone and i was just beside it and it's just like hey, wait, wait, oh, oh. here's a thing <laughs> all right donald Good luck out there, man. I'm sure you'll. Ne- I'm sure your career will never recover from this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. No, I remember. I, I spent. Um, I went out there with a, a record label, so I did a, a music only show, and uh, and I just went to go and watch the standups. And I for real watched 11 hours of standup that day because I was wow. that like eight months in hyper focused, can't think of anything but standup mode. And you came on right at the end and you fucking crushed. You made me laugh so hard. Ah, cool. So I've been a fan ever since. Ah, thank you. This yeah, is no. um this is this is how this is the a little lesson to all the kids out there. Um because I listened to that whole story going, oh, I wonder if I did good in that show. <laughs> <laughs> that never goes away. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> Oh, you'd like to think we develop confidence one day, but nope, doesn't matter. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to be uh, arguing against Glenn. Now, the way that this works is because it's an argument-based show and uh, no one can admit that they've lost an argument. I bring in a judge to decide who argued best. Today's judge is the first non-comedian that has ever done uh, Chris Betts versus. Uh, he's an amazing comedy director and a very good friend of mine and just a fucking funny guy. So please welcome to the screen, Mr. Paul Byrne. Yay! Hey, Paul, Hi, how you holding everyone. up? You yeah, good? Yeah, I'm good. Good. I'm cold in miserable Glasgow. Yeah, why are you in Glasgow? Uh, well, the global pandemic uh, got my girlfriend trapped in another country, her uh, her birthplace of Australia. Yeah. And uh, we couldn't afford our flat in London anymore. Fuck. We needed to get somewhere to live, and I couldn't sustain it on my own because of the industry the way that it is. Yeah. So I am currently living at uh, uh, twice nominated for Edinburgh Award Brilliant Stand Up Comedian Larry Dean's flat. Hey, Larry. Ah, nice one. Uh, is, is Larry is, there or is he with a boyfriend? He is not, he's not here at the moment. He's round at his fella's house. Um, nice. Uh, I mean, you discover some fun things about your friends living in close quarters with them like this. It's... I bet I've already lost two friends this year. How's, how are you guys? I mean, up? no, I, but we've been we've been great. I mean, he's barely been here because he's been, you know, at bumming and whatnot. Um, like Fair he's, enough. He's Keep got, him busy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got bubbles of his own. Um, he's kind of get but... those checked out then. <laughs> <laughs> But an uh, interesting discovery was that he, um, I, even though living in Glasgow, 
where the sun never shines. He uh, wears factor 50 sunscreen top to toe every single day. Why? That's what? How he keeps, that's how he keeps himself so young and beautiful. Are you sure? Are you sure that he's not, in fact, just a vampire? Because that's a, a lot, you know, you might just think, oh, he's, he's gay. No, he's actually a vampire. <laughs> and you've just assumed. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite possible. But it is shocking when you, when I first opened his bathroom cabinet and it was, it was like something out of as good as it gets or monk or something. He just had like rows and rows of the same sunscreen. Is he, he worried? Through is he worried that his rows. accent isn't enough for people to believe that he's Scottish? Like he's also yeah. got to be the palest fucking person alive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does look like a ghost, a young looking ghost. Very but young a ghost. ghost. Nonetheless, a, a ghost who's constantly <laughs> eating vitamin D tablets. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And drinking iron brew. Like, gee, come on, man. That's it's he's got a he's got a complicated relationship with life, does Larry Dean. Uh, he's, he's all sorts of cliche. <laughs> um, cool. All right. So we're gonna get the game going. So uh, like I said, so Paul, you're gonna be judging. So you decide at the end of the argument not who was right, but who argued best. Uh, and Glenn, you and I are gonna go toe-to-toe. So we're gonna start the Let's first round. All right. Uh, just a couple Canadian kids from White Rock. We went to the same high school. Um, Point, uh, points will be docked for any impenetrably Canadian bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. It's online. This is an international show now, uh, Paul. Any, anything beyond Tim Horton references is getting marked down. <laughs> what about Bobby Orr? Can we go with Bobby Orr? Nope, never fucking Fuck. heard of him. Jesus Christ, <laughs> heathen. And I'd imagine my throat yodeling will fall on deaf ears. <laughs> That's what we call blowjobs. Um, yeah, if you do it right, <laughs> if you're if you're good at it up in the Northwest Territories, it's basically free blowjobs. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna go with the first uh, round where uh, I let the guest pick a topic. So, uh, Glenn, what's what's been on your mind? What do you want me to defend? I'll tell you what you can defend, Chris Betts. Now it's t- it's a two pronged attack, but first of all, technically. One Night in Bangkok is a rap song. And if you accept that, it's the best rap song ever. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm going to need you to sing some of One Night in Bangkok just to prove your point. Because I can't get the rhythm for it. It's been a while since I've heard it. So can you just uh, remind me of the, uh, the, the, the cadence? From, from Chess. Yeah. Yeah. From the musical Chess. Yeah. By Murray Murray Head, also written by the lads from ABBA. Okay. I do not know this song. What? Yeah, apparently. That does kind of put you at a disadvantage. I I, I mean, last last week I had to defend Netball, and I I didn't know what that was either, and I almost won. So I like my odds. Uh, Let's see. How does... uh, Bangkok, Oriental City. That's all all I know. But he talks in it. That's okay. what you have to know. I get my kicks above the waistline <laughs> sunshine. I am is going to be the witness to the ultimate test of cerebral fitness. Okay. That's clearly not rap. What that is, is what? like, remember when Blondie, <laughs> remember when Blondie had a fucking rap song and she yeah. tried, yeah, it was the same thing. That's not rap. That's, okay. that's just. So remember that's... the other rap song. It's like that rap song. Okay. <laughs> 
No, it's it's pre Talking Heads. It's just it's just Brian Eno done worse, uh, or uh, Burn. Sorry, uh, David Burn done worse. I uh, what 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 year would that have come out? Nineteen eighty four. Eighty four. Okay, that was the year that I was born, so that's why I don't remember it. Um, and I feel like we've gotten impenetrably old as opposed to impenetrably Canadian, which is great. Uh, I remember it like I was seven. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So we just gonna sit around here and act like none of us stayed till the end of the hangover part three, where Mike Tyson <laughs> bursts onto the scene. Yeah. Rapping what song? I'm I'm gonna go with one night in Bangkok. Yeah, well okay. I would have brought it up had it not been the case. <laughs> Fair enough. That would have been really surprising. It was uh two through three MCs and one DJ by the Beastie Boys. Nobody saw it coming. Uh, <laughs> that didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, first of all, I think that the uh, uh, no one is less hip hop than Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is a, a, a oh, black... now he didn't he didn't write the song. <laughs> but the fact that he's singing it, Mike Tyson is a black heavy metal fan. Okay, first of all, he did not sing it. He rapped it. You're trying to change. You try to change the little sentence uh, to make yourself right. No, no one said he sang a song, Chris. He was described as rapping it, and then you snuck in there. I think the uh, only way you can move in a sentence like you, like a pterodactyl. Oh, nice. Uh, um, I would say known I for this. Lost. Known for their sneakiness. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know. You weren't there. You were born in 1984. What the hell do you know? You're probably still playing with dinosaurs. Piss pants. Uh, damn it. The fuck. Um, now he's got me on the young thing. Um, I'd say, listen, rap is and always was a black art form. That's why we all know Eminem was born black and got vitiligo. Uh, he got the Michael Jackson disease. Um, <laughs> that's not that's not what he that's not what happened. <laughs> it was the other Michael Jackson disease. That's oh no! He's so homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it was catching. So he um, he got either way. Maybe it just scared him white. Who knows? <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, no, I don't think. I mean, I don't think any of that shit from the '80s that isn't like Eric B and Rakim counts as rap. I think it's all. It's um, it's it's like it's like when have you ever seen white people try to break dance? Yeah, it's it's that it's they're trying to break dance, but it doesn't count as break dancing. No one would no one would classify it as that. It's a it's a failure to break dance, and I would say that at best this song is a failure to rap. An attempt was made, but it doesn't count as a stunt unless you land it. Oh, it landed. It landed. <laughs> when you get out your hot hits in 1984, or the, or maybe maybe even get a Kitty Pops album. I'm sure they did one night in Bangkok. Those little weirdos. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever heard uh, someone walking down the street with a boombox on their shoulder blasting one night in Bangkok? Of course I have. That's I, a lie. I've, That's I've a lie. traveled. I've lived a life. That's a straight it's up lie, like, Glenn. It's not. <laughs> I was once like you are now, and I know it's not easy to be <laughs> calm when you found a big jug of Perrier or whatever the hell you're drinking. Uh, it was <laughs> same water bottle for four months. Safe. <laughs> I don't know who keeps refilling it. I just come in. It's ready. It's ready to go. I drink it. 
I mean, I can already tell you now where my judgment is leaning if you mm. want to take a different track here, Chris, because okay, I, okay, I think, I I think arguing that, that Murray Heads one night in Bangkok, I mean, for starters, you don't know what color Murray Head is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I know no Glenn, idea. and I can guess Glenn in the 80s, so white. I mean, I, w I would go as far as to say that, yes, Mike Tyson's not hip-hop, but Bjorn and Betty from ABBA? Come on now. Um, I, I think arguing that it's not a rap song mm. is maybe not the way to go, because I think it's, it's a, like it was a full song. That Blondie mm. one was only like a tiny section. No. Where would we rate uh, uh, Rock Me Shaka Khan on the, uh, on the rap scale? Sassy R&B. You, you don't think the rap in? Is that the only part that I remember from that song is Shaka Khan, let me rock you, let me rock you, Shaka Khan. That's the one, yeah. That's, that's just rhythmic talking. That's not the same thing. That's, uh, that's like saying uh, playing the saxophone wrong is jazz. It's, it's got to be wrong in the right way. <laughs> it's not enough. It's not enough. I, um, would, also, it help, okay. it, would it help if it was proven that Murray Head was playing the black pieces in his chest? <laughs> <laughs> that just makes it sound more like cultural appropriation. He's just moving the black bits around for his yeah. own gain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and as black, never expected to win. No, <laughs> so always starts on the back foot. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know what the other songs in the musical are about. It might be a horribly racist. <laughs> I just assumed that the, the fellas from ABBA wouldn't attach her name to it if, that, if it was uh, too stereotypical. But it was the 80s, so you could get away with a lot. Especially in Sweden, not exactly the darkest place in the world regardless of how much fucking sunlight they get. Um, how about, okay, let's say, I think I made my case on that it's not a rap. How about the best rap song of all time? Yeah. What, then why is it never included in anything? I've never, I listen to a lot of podcasts about hip hop and no one has ever talked to me about Murray Head, because which by the way, sounds like a town in Scotland that fell into a sinkhole. <laughs> Uh, that does not exclude you from the rap game. Ge geographical coincidences aside. <laughs> I'm not even sure how Murray Head fits into all of this. I, I don't know. Is he, I, I, I envision him to be sort of a, a Max Headroom sort of character where- I, I, fe I don't know why I'm saying this, but I feel like Murray Head is Australian. Okay, I take it all back. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. No <way. laughs> There's no way. <laughs> Wearing that little hat with the marshmallows on it. I'm here trying to, Try to boost his career a little. Get him, mate. I mean, if anyone knows in the not garden, a rap so. song. Anyone? A rap song. <laughs> yeah, I'd say uh, if any anyone watching right now is definitely looking it up because fuck knows. And this is from a musical. Yeah, but you see, here's the thing: the reason why it sneaks in there, and and you wait, your 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 goddamn head's gonna explode. You're going to be walking around with an upside down head 
and everybody like, hey, hey, bat, bat face. You're like, no, this is how it is. I flipped my goddamn head. I heard this song. <laughs> <laughs> people will immediately look at you and go first time hearing one night because <laughs> uh, nobody thinks of it as it but uh, he, he does he raps he doesn't he doesn't sing but then in the style of uh, of of many rap songs that it took him a long time to get to this part too Mm. There's there is ladies singing, like they sing the, and then and then he comes in. I feel like your uncle's at a wedding right now. Uh, <laughs> I if if okay, so this is from a musical though, right? Yeah, but nobody ever saw the musical. That's but, not, so, don't, don't. But I would say, okay, so musicals, before Hamilton made it okay to have rap in a musical, they weren't called musicals. They were called hip hoppers. And so the fact that it's called a musical would lend itself to believe that this isn't a rap song. This was even before they said hip hopera. This is, they, they had just started using the word opera. This is how long ago <laughs> this song... <laughs> Actually, a lot, of, a lot of people don't know the word opera is short for hip opera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you see, the, if it had come out today, everybody would just go, yeah, that's a rap song. But it came out, it, it was such a pioneer that people just don't realize it, it's it a rap up, song. It, it would almost, and again, I'll, I'll throw this open up, where do we feel this sits in the rap oeuvre? Uh, of uh, Falco's Rock Me Amadeus. <laughs> I forgot about Rock Me and Amadeus. It's, a very, it's very similar style to. I would like to. I, I would like to change my answer. <laughs> One Night in Bangkok is the second best rap song. <laughs> and Chris Betts, if you want to walk around with a head on backwards, I know what hot mix to put together for you. I would I would say if 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 we're gonna give in that it's that they're that they're the top two, the top three is gotta be the Simpsons version, Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Uh that is. That, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I play the piano anymore? Of course you can. Well I couldn't before. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. That's 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 the that's the song they're taking yeah. off. Yeah. That's yeah. Rock Me Amadeus. This is Did you um, know that? Did you I did, know that? I, I did oh, know that. God, that one I knew. God, that one okay. I knew. Okay. <laughs> so sometimes you know, sometimes you don't. It's very yeah. convenient. Yeah. When it's when it's hip hop, I know, and when it isn't, I don't. These are the rules. I mean, it's it's very difficult to tell who won there because mm. I I feel I feel truth was the real winner. <laughs> I think we I think we essentially got to a good place, which is that the greatest rap song of all time is in fact. Falco's Rock Me on the Days. Um, but on the sheer technicality of what was first uh, what was first presented, I've, I've got to give it to Chris Betts. He's, oh, uh, he's shit. Us, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it isn't the greatest rap song of all time. Never it's even the heard it. the second best rap song of all time. <laughs> By your own admission. <laughs> well... You look who's you look who walks free now, Judge. Look what you've done. <laughs> Caught yourself in your own words. 
Everybody, listen to Falco change your lives. Uh, all right, so I guess that's I mean, the end I've of the first round. I've gone crazy short there. I don't know how long you usually. No, I think you battle these. I, I think I think you were right. I mean, I I was I was fucking fighting for my life in there. Well, <laughs> yeah, the fact that he's done no preparation, hasn't heard the song, unsure who I am, and wondering it was kind of like visiting your sick grandpa on Halloween. You don't wear the costume because he's already confused. <laughs> All right. So we're going to we're going to go into the first speed round now. Uh, Paul, have you got the, the list of topics there? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Good, uh, man. Uh, can we get the two minute clock up on the screen, please, Josh? Perfect. All right. So, uh, Glenn, uh, Paul's going to read out a list of words. We're going to get through as many of these in two minutes as we can. Do you want to be for or against whatever he's about to say? Oh, for. Four, good man. And this is, uh, I want you to know that I've been doing the show for a while and I can always guess how they're going to vote depending on what country they're from. Canadians, always for. British people, always against. Argentinians, wild cards. Oh, I thought I was supposed to be for or against Argentinians. There. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel Four, like you're playing you some came out on the right side. I feel like you're doing that magician <laughs> thing of pick a card and they change it. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, you've, you've done some fucking trick on us. There. The three card Monty thing? That's not for yeah. you to know. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Michael so, you are for apathy. Yeah. Yeah. Of course I am. You got to be apathetic to things. You can't, you can't be not. I, I, I'll tell you what. You've used too big of a word. You need you needed it's, it's to be three a, syllables. <laughs> need, no, but it's got a lot of it's got a lot of meat in it. Apathetic. What, well, All right. would, um, you, so, would you? Okay, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go against. I'd say, um, uh, fuck apathy. It's so bullshit that even the guy arguing for it doesn't care enough to do it. Next yeah. Topic. Yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah. Don't don't use any of the, the like. What is irony? No, just <laughs> fucking. Yams or uh, okay, Glenn for against. Oh, for, he's for all of them. Oh, he's for all yeah. of them. Uh, I'm not making this up. Irony. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a random word generator today and just pulled oh, up. Oh my lord! I'm against. I'm against Chris Betts's wasted English degree. <laughs> I didn't pick any of this shit. This was an algorithm. There's a random word generator dot com. It just knows me well. Well, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> To pick a different one. Okay, I'm against irony because it made him argue against it out of like support, and that makes the game confusing. Next. Yeah, that, I'm gonna give it to Glenn. Boo. Yeah. Ironically. <laughs> uh, by the way, should that two-minute timer be? I was moved? wondering that, Josh. Can we start the timer? Because <laughs> it's, it's still showing two. There we go. Thanks, buddy. So. Uh, well, let's. That's let's an ironic in. and apathetic <laughs> performance. <laughs> you kind of cancelled each other out on the first two there, so uh, you'll prefer this one, Ken. Okay. Am I, am I for or against them? You're for. You're for everything. I'm for. Well, I actually am for eggs, and I'll tell you, I always, I never drifted 
when they all <laughs> said, oh, eggs are so bad for you. I'm like, fuck off. Tell it to the foxes. They, I don't, <laughs> I've never seen a fox have a heart attack. So you go and you eat all the eggs you like. They're wonderful for you. Um, I, I'm pro fox heart attack. And so fuck eggs. I think that eggs should be more dangerous uh, and kill more foxes to support farmers because I support the working man. Next. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, who knows? I mean, I'm not scoring that <laughs> one your way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Glenn, you are apparently for orgies. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, if God meant you to have one sexual partner, he would have given you one whole. Damn, that's air. That's airtight. But doom. Uh, um, uh, I hate orgies. Um, it's uh, nothing. Nothing has given me more FOMO than standing outside a room that, that I wasn't invited into. Uh, so it's. Uh, I hate orgies the same way I hate the, the athletes at school. Next. Yeah, I think that's you hating yourself more. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that Glenn. One, you weren't even at an orgy in that one. You were a peeping Tom. You were near an orgy. <laughs> you, were, you were caught. Uh, <laughs> you, are, you are for sharks. Of course I'm for sharks. They eat Australians. How could, they, how could that be wrong? <laughs> I got to give him that. I'm pro that too. So fuck, that's the end of the speed round. Tell me that's what happened to Murray Head. Tell me, tell me that the head, the head family have, have tuned in and shocked. They are. This has been a roller coaster for the heads. Yeah. Uh, Do you know that all that was left when that shark bit him? They just call him Murray now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Paul, what's the what's the score at the end of the speed round? I, I well, shudder to think. I, I mean, I haven't marked now four to two to Glenn. Uh, <laughs> that was quite the. Uh... I, I can't believe it was that close. I'm really pleased. Um, all right, so now we're gonna we're gonna go into the second round, which is uh, regrets. The way regrets round works is you tell me something that you regret about your life, and I tell you why it's the best thing you've ever done, or you tell me something you're proud of, and I tell you why you're a piece of shit for thinking that. So, okay. uh, Glenn, what do you what do you got? Um, I was offered tickets uh, to go see the Tragically Hip in Seattle. Oh damn! And uh, turned it down. And then uh, uh, about a year later, um, Gord Downey uh, developed uh, a tumor and died. And it was uh, it is one of my greatest regrets. It was not only uh, tickets to see them, but uh, the dude was like, yeah, I'd probably get you backstage because he knew the manager. Um, and I just sloughed it off in that like, oh, well, well I'll just see him again. Yeah. I mean, well, what? Yeah. it's not like any of them have cancer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I can tell, I think Paul's going into what is this Canadian nonsense mode? No, no, no. no? This is, this, this, uh, yeah, uh, the, the hip are international enough. Well oh, done. good, good. Well done because... on your finest exports. Yeah. <laughs> Can't argue with that. They're, they, are, they are and were national treasures. Um, okay, that's, I mean, that's a tough one. But here's why it's great that you didn't go. Uh, if you had gone, you would have been 
the worst person to have around during that last year that Gord Downey died. <laughs> you, you would have been the fucking asshole that would have spent the whole time post-diagnosis going, oh, you know, I met him actually. Seems so healthy. Really nice guy. He loved my comedy. Really, uh, really put on a great show. We shared a beer. And you would have just talked about all these things uh, that totally missed the point and didn't uh, engage in the national sorrow. So as a result, you were a better Canadian citizen and a better friend for not having had that, uh, frankly, elitist and exclusionary experience. You're a working man's comic. You made the working man decision. Good for you. Or maybe I would have fixed the rickety microwave that they were carrying around with them on tour. <laughs> I haven't heard that theory. <laughs> that Gord used to lean in way too close. Hey, is that is my burrito done yet? <laughs> Half hour later. Bing! Lovely. <laughs> the microwave theory was never fully proven. Uh, I would say that uh, also, I mean, if you were going to spend your time backstage with the hip fixing microwaves, then good. I'm glad you didn't go. What a waste yeah. of fucking time that would have been. So either way. <laughs> yeah, so you should have been getting your bone marrow yeah. test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's no, if you're going to see someone, you got to see them before they're about to die. Like I, I remember I saw um, Brian Wilson at a music festival and it was one of the saddest things I've ever seen. He, I had to leave during Sloop John B because he kept singing, let me go home, but he meant it. <laughs> <laughs> he opened and closed with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it. I did see the hip about a year before that, um, mm. that concert I turned down and uh, they, they, I'd seen them about six times before that. And this was the best ever. It was in Kamloops. And uh, I mean, I even got to see them a lot in little theaters because they'd come when, when I lived in London, mm. you know, you, sometimes oh, yeah. it was only like 200 people there. And sometimes it, it had been poorly, um, poorly advertised and there was just like you know <laughs> you could get up and walk right to them yeah okay. see and that's that's so much better than would you really want to see him in a stadium in seattle where like no one in seattle heard of them they're not they're not big in the states at all so you saw him in Kamloops, oh and yeah. then which is incredible that's such a great place to see the hip that's like that's exactly right it's like seeing him in oshawa it's yeah, just so I, canadian yeah i was with uh, my irish girlfriend at the time and uh, she she couldn't believe it because she um, she'd only ever heard them and they're like they're they're not a they're not like Coldplay or anything they got a little a little muscle to it but you wouldn't yeah. think like when you see who goes to a hip concert in Kamloops like guys were <laughs> like they were ripping the seats up and throwing them around it's like <laughs> why like the guys up there like sundown in the Paris of the prairies I'm gonna kick your ass Todd and then he did <laughs> Well, that's he was having all the uh, the high school memories that came up with listening to the hip, and so it was like Todd fucked my girlfriend after prom. <laughs> Hulk out. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. I mean, it sounds like you had every. I never got to see him. The closest I saw was the uh, that farewell one that they broadcast on CBC. I saw it in the park when I was in Toronto. Um, and uh, if you saw him that many times, missing him that once, that wasn't going to make up for it. He probably already had brain cancer then anyway, so he wasn't going to be. 
like but, fun, wacky, gourd. No, he probably did, just been diagnosed, so yeah, it's like it, a bummer. No, no, no. It, 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 he hadn't he hadn't been diagnosed yet. But if you look at some of the um, uh, outbreak, like if you look at some of the um, uh, what do you call them? like things that the um, from brain tumors, and I think this is one of them. <laughs> one of the <laughs> one of the the signs that you have a brain tumor is really is like strange outbursts and slurring of words. <laughs> I think he would have been really, you know, my mom, my mom asked how long he'd had it for. Maybe 20 the years. Whole time. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, um, I think, I think you're, you're in the clear on that one, man. I think you, you nailed it by seeing him at a younger age and, um, and then being able to really appreciate the sorrow that we all felt later. It's a double whammy of um, a success. Good for you for not going to that concert. Yeah, yep, I agree. I agree. All right. Cool. And didn't we also see them in Trafalgar Square on Canada Day? No, that was you and JJ. That was, was you and JJ Whitehead. I was there for that. I forgot about that. Yeah. They uh, apparently that wasn't very good because they wouldn't turn the they wouldn't turn the the sound up like they were. Like, yeah. it's, it's so Canadian, like oh geez, no, we couldn't. Okay, it's our day, but look, uh, people are working, and there's some tourists from out of town. They don't know this. They don't. This is. We'll just keep it down. I mean, I couldn't even get over the idea of that it was actually on Canada Day and yet they were willing to travel to London to play to a couple of thousand Canadians and passers-by. <laughs> I, think, I think they understand that they, they were like our, our spirit animal. They were our heart song. And so they're willing to go, <laughs> go where they're needed. Yeah. Do yeah. you know, I, um, I didn't see them at Trafalgar Square, but I did have tickets to... Um, the show because they did they did like a theater show after that mm -hmm. like two days later and Stuart francis got us um we got into like a royal box with um it was with the drummer johnny Fay's family was in there like that's how good the box was nice. and i had just flown back from australia and i had really been drinking like a lot and uh, I was trying to hang out the box to see them. Like it was like there was a big curtain, and I seriously like went. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was hanging by a curtain, sort of <laughs> swinging over the crowd <laughs> like a muppet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that and boy, wouldn't have that have been a strange end to my career? Jesus. When, you know, when no. <laughs> People would have heard. Did you hear how Glenn died? Yeah, yeah. I won. I actually won some money on that yeah. one. That was. Uh, I mean, you got. You got to be fucked up if the drummer's family's looking at you like that guy's not right. That guy's unwell. <laughs> no, they were, his, the drummer's family was more than impressed and almost. You could see wanting to do it too. Okay. <laughs> once once i was sort of brought back in they were okay how do we <laughs> all right if you got um uh, i mean we got we got time for one more regret if you got one you don't no pressure but if you got one i can unburden you uh 
My greatest regret is I have no more regrets. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's because you don't remember all your curtain dangling incidents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I've got one. Okay. Um, it was in, uh, I did a show in um, South Korea and uh, there was a heckler all the way through and not like, um, like you'd just in the set, like you'd set up a joke with like a point and he'd be like, okay, well, let's just try and count them, you know, like, and like he just didn't have the, he didn't have the side of the crowd. It was like a really good show. And yeah. this one guy that just, you know, not, 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 not adding to it, just trying to pick at it. And yeah. then, so I was, um, I'd been drinking Crown Royal too. Like I couldn't believe they had Crown Royal. So Canadian. Yeah. Wow. So I'm, I'm drinking Point Crown God. Royal. Yeah. <laughs> I do my last joke of the, of the show. It's about, um, the sex offenders registry it's about like uh not wanting to sit beside a kid on a plane thing you know if oh, i sign yeah. myself up to the sex offender <laughs> registry would i not have to do that it gets a big laugh and everything off the show i'm i'm talking with some other dudes and it's always like when everybody disappears this dude <laughs> shows up oh. and uh he uh he was like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, that joke you did at the end, that that's why I'm here. And I was like, what? He's, yeah, that's why I'm in uh, South Korea, you know, saying, and he could have been kidding that okay, he was yeah. on the sex offenders registry, but uh, there was no, it's not funny enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like to have somebody think that about you, you'd think like, oh, and then the twist was, is like, no, sometimes I yeah. just go up and tell people I'm in the sex yeah. offenders registry. <laughs> they love it. And it was just one of, like, I hated him fully. Mm. I'd been drinking Crown Royal and he told me that about himself. And then the, the, I woke up the next day and I was like, I didn't punch that guy. <laughs> there, was no, <laughs> there was no excuse. I had, I had, I was, I had the fight juice. Uh, my fight juice was filled right up to the brim. <laughs> I could have cleaned my windscreen with fight juice. <laughs> and yeah, I just forgot. I forgot to, you know. I mean, it's it's partly. I it, forgot I've got these justice makers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got Kitty and Fiddle right yeah. there. <laughs> um, all right, so I I would say uh, okay, so that 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 sex offender thing you say like it's not funny enough to be a joke, but I mean if he proved anything that night, it's that nothing that he fucking says is funny. So that sounds like the kind of guy that would come up and be like, yeah, I totally sex offend you and me, right? Big guy, we're, to, we're in on this together and not mean it. So that's probably bullshit. Feels like a weird time for him to trust you as well after fucking with you for the whole <laughs> goddamn time. Feels like a weird time for him to confess to you and open up. Um, also, I mean, I, I, I don't know South Korea's laws personally, but normally when I'm gigging abroad, I try to make it a point not to fight anybody. Yeah, uh, because fuck no. Every now and then you hear about some crazy law that is like, oh no, you can you can do coke on 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 waitresses, but if you punch someone, you're going to jail forever. 
Like No, but this is South Korea. And if the movies are anything to go by, any sort of situation at all, you can get in a big brawl. As long as you yeah. use karate or some sort of martial <laughs> art. <laughs> as long as you're fighting crime, which technically I would have been. Fighting a criminal. Well, he didn't touch you, Glenn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no you i mean you're right for not punching there's there's like a what would have been gained he would have won if you'd wasted your fist on him he would have been in your head for the rest of the fucking night but as a result sounds like you went out and had a great time how was the rest of your yeah. night after that yeah it was all right yeah it was all right uh yeah but and and here's the thing he he doesn't get into my regrets now he got in tier two at the back, <laughs> oh, I'd already had a good regret, and his regret yeah. had to be dusted off. Where where he belongs. But if you if you'd punched him and say, I don't was this guy was he like a small guy or was he pretty built? No, he was big. He He's was a big, big guy. And he yeah. and he came up saying he was a sex offender. Sounds like a glass jaw. I think you would have killed him. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, I had I had him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wasn't standing correctly to to tell people he was a pedophile yeah <laughs> you wanna you wanna get here you wanna get square with that little lean in but he was like a, he looked like a thumb with legs <laughs> there's, there's definitely no chance that he was like he was trying he was doing that thing that an audience member will do of trying to make your joke back to you that's though, what i of think like that he, yeah. that he was going like not just Oh, we're we're sex offenders together, but I pretended to be a sex offender to do that thing, and it backfired, and now that's why I live here. Yeah, no, it it was um, it was pretty. It was no, pretty he had heartfelt. already he had already <laughs> proven himself yeah. quite unfunny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I um I would lose a lot of money if um if I had to bet on it, and it turned out <laughs> yeah. that, no, he was not. <laughs> Okay, well then, how about this? If you'd punched him, sort of um, un, like technically unprovoked, he'd said a weird thing, but not like necessarily punchable, then you would have made a sex offender a victim, and that is unforgivable. He yeah. would have been able to go around and complain to people, and then they would have had to feel bad for a pedophile. Is that the kind of world you want to create with your fists? You're right. You're right. That's true. There you go. Yeah. Uh I mean, I'm still surprised that as far as regrets go, that still beat out your first marriage. So. <laughs> um, I don't think the show's yeah. long enough for that one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what way to score these ones. Um, if you think that I that I properly explained I it away, there's, then you there's give a me the little point. Bit of me that's just like, yeah, no, I think I'm gonna fuck a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be impartial, Paul. I think, that's, be... <laughs> I think that's a reasonable regret. To have. <laughs> he he. That was a lot of punchable activity from him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I wish I wish I'd punched him before he got his story out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just walked up to me. Crack. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up and shows. Now, where's that head knight that couldn't shut the yap? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's even the thing, because he he gave you a proper one. Like mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's up to you, Paul. You're the judge. It's hard to know. It's hard. I don't, but do you know what it is? I don't want to give 
uh, bets the point for being the bigger man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm just, I just don't want to give a pedophile a reason to complain. That's all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. You can have it done. All right. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the score at now? Oh, how did the last one go? Did I win that one? Uh, I I mean I'm I'm not sure. I have it at four all. For all, perfect. I, I could be miscounting if anyone wants to correct me in the comments. I'm not no. precious about it. <laughs> no, that, I think I think I think that sounds right. That sounds yeah. yeah. That's when Chris took us to his other show, Appeals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am outraged. This is bullshit. <laughs> you have you no have proof to, he touched those do kids. Do you have to go to a bigger, more formal venue yeah. than a bus <laughs> to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that one takes place in a stretch Hummer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's the regrets round. We're gonna get we're gonna do another speed round now. So, uh, uh, Paul, you got the you got the topics up there. I, I do. Good man, um, uh, Glenn. Because you were four last time, you're gonna be against this time. Okay. All good. Cool. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, All right. Dealers. Dealers. I am against dealers because I think it should be government sanctioned and they just drop off a lot of drugs and then what you don't take you leave out like like the clippings or the garbage I don't think I don't think humans should be involved with it at all it should be robots all right um I'm for dealers uh because they, they were the last bartering system I ever had. They're the last people that had something I wanted and I could say, I got some of this Chinese food left, I'll trade you for a joint. You can't do that with any other business people. I like, I like I'm all on board with you there, Matt. Though I would petition to have their name changed to drug mongers. Ah, very nice. <laughs> uh, peanuts. Am I for it or against it? You're against it. I'm of course I'm against peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't like the way Charlie Brown is <laughs> venerated in our society. He's a loser. His dog doesn't like him. He can't kick a football. And uh, <laughs> what you don't know about him is that he approached me after a show. <laughs> in south korea all grown up and now you know now you know why the other kids didn't like him because he he got his hands out and he used them that's why they had to keep that football away from him i'm um all right i'm i I guess i'm pro wow you really boxed me into a corner there Um, i'm pro i'm pro peanuts because uh, charlie brown was the one character who no matter how unpopular a kid you were you could look at him and be like at least i'm not charlie brown so I think he stopped a lot of school shooters that way. I mean, I think to a certain extent you were both making the same argument, which is that Charlie Brown is a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> like at least I'm not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I've got a score, score for Glenn because he made that argument first. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Just, Fair enough. repeated him. <laughs> if you if you want to end up on any sort of registry, you want it with the name Charles Brown. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not that Charles Brown. No, 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 no. I know that guy. He's not, no, no, no. That's not me. All right. That's uh that, that's the end of the second speed round. Um, I feel like Glenn's up by two. Is that right? 
No, it's uh, it's it's five all. Oh, five all. Oh, damn. All right. Got, got oh, that's right. The dealer one. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going into the judges round now. Uh, we got it all to play for. There uh, are no prizes. Uh, before uh, before Paul tells us what the topic is, Glenn, do you want to be for or against whatever Paul's about to say? I'd like to be against it, please. Strong. I think you know Paul. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> uh, Online gigs are way better than live gigs. <laughs> well, that isn't <laughs> Sell your show now, Vince. <laughs> all right. Here's, okay. First of all, there's no green room for comics to get creepy in. Nailed it. First off, good. <laughs> um, second, no weird... No, no weird promoter that like tried to be a comic but failed and now wants to be like your buddy and give you notes on your jokes. There's none of that bullshit. <laughs> I don't think you ever tried. Did you try stand up, Paul? No, no. Yeah, there you go. Nah. <laughs> so it's like you're you're at a safe distance from uh, uh from the guys that couldn't do it and therefore book it. Um, <laughs> those who can't joke book. Uh, I would say. <laughs> Never in, in, in the nine months that I've been doing online gigs has a Charlie Brown character come up to me and told me that he fucked kids. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you don't read the comments. He shows, do you? They're pretty heavily uh, monitored. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Glenn, what about you? I don't fuck kids. What? <laughs> <laughs> and the online shows win again. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's not where the, yeah, you said like green rooms so the comics can't be creep. That's not where they get up to their teens. That's, the, that's, that's not on the internet afterwards. So that uh, the internet will not, it, it, uh, it's almost better to have a comic in a box because you know where he is. The internet. <laughs> That lizard could slither anywhere. He's he's going through <laughs> all the people that come up, and he's like, "Are you?" <laughs> he's sniffing their pictures on the screen. It's worse. It's worse. But at least you can turn your camera off. That's done in privacy. He's going to do that on the internet, regardless, live show or no. But at least now you don't have to see the look in his eye that he like was scrolling through your pictures at two in the morning the night before when <laughs> the lineup was tweeted out. You got that one weird like of a picture from 2017. Yeah, you got to wow. fucking look at him the he next just, day. He bumped it with his knuckle while he was wanking. Uh, he didn't mean to like yeah. anything. <laughs> I don't think he does like anything. Um <laughs> Yeah, online shows are great. You don't have to leave your house. There's no fucking trains. I haven't had I haven't been on a single train with a Hindu in nine months. Not yeah. one. There's no Hindus. There's no stag dues. Uh I I I since I book it, I, I book people that I like. So I never find myself in a green room with someone that I hate. If you move out of the city, you could afford a car. Or you, you could afford a car hmm. and you'd avoid all this hen night travel i don't you're going traveling by limousine to these gigs i don't know where you <laughs> encountered a hen night it's but i take a party bus yeah you see yeah. this is this is what's happened here we're starting to find out more about your life 
You drive up to these gigs. You don't have to sit in the green room where where you can just sit in the car and you get a little message and then you go up. You get to see people. People in a room that are all weird because they've been stuck in their house for a year. (laughs) That's cross-eyed and not sure what they can laugh at that's that's goddamn living right there sitting nine feet apart trying to whisper through that shit that's (laughs) that's what you gotta get yourself into you could fucking you could you could zigzag through the crowd if you needed to I no no part of that sounds good to me. Yeah, it's terrible. Better than staying at home with your toddler. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, that's, you just made you just made a different mistake. That's all. I don't have kids. I'm having a fucking great time. This is I'm watching billions. Uh, um, so, Chris, would your your idea uh, ideal comedy career would be essentially like no no audience. Um, within uh within i'm gonna i'm gonna step step out of the game for a second so like time out zach morris time out saved by the bell that sounds like a fucking nightmare back in the game time in i've never wanted anything more in my life i think that that sounds great all i ever wanted to be was like a fucking hermit so now i can just get my log cabin sit out in the woods keep telling jokes for a living and never have to deal with another person again that's that's perfect we didn't we didn't get into stand-up because we're people people we're fucking nightmares let us do that in the woods where nightmares belong there is going to be a lot of insta stories starring hermits that's going to be like they're just going to get paler and paler and more like Gollum as as the likes go up but they just cannot get into that sunlight anymore frightens them out of uh, twig-based Etsy art going out. Uh, I, I've got to admit, at this point, I'm I'm leaning towards Vets uh, uh, has brought his argument forward better, unless you want to make a last ditch here, Glenn, on uh, the love of the game, <laughs> the love of the road. <laughs> yeah, tell us tell us about all the 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 the, the mining camp gigs in Canada. Tell us I'll about tell the oil you what, I'll gigs. tell you what about this the live gigs now. It's there's no there's no weaklings. They can't come. They can't come out. The comorbids, as I call them, they can't. They can't sniff this virus. So the hotness of the crowd is uh, real good. If you, get, if you like sniffing them like I do. <laughs> You can't smell them when they're when they're on the computer. You can't. You can try, and I do. Lens, <laughs> how did you become the creep you were talking about at the start of this argument? Isn't it obvious who the creep was? Is it not obvious? <laughs> well, uh, compelling and all this. Ability to smell them. <laughs> I think I'm still going to go with Chris on this. Yeah, victory. This is the first oh, winning the decider six five. How many have you been winning? 
This is the first online one that I've won. I was ahead 10 to five going into the last round on the last one and they fucking got me because I've never seen netball before. It was a real one night in Bangkok situation. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so yeah, what, um, was your, what was your piss poor excuse for that? <laughs> <laughs> I heard Blondie played it, so I never paid attention. Fuck netball. <laughs> well, are you talking about the sport or the movie? The sport. You've got no reason for that. You've never seen the sport netball. Never seen netball. We don't do it in Canada. We don't have that. We, we have basketball. We're the Olympics. Like it's still. We don't watch and, the hey, Summer Olympics. Hey, Uncle <laughs> oh, Trap. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Uncle Uncle Traveling Matt, you're not in Canada. Yeah. You're not in the Rock anymore. You're not amongst your fraggles. Turn the fucking tube on every once in a while and live a little. Yeah. But from what I understand, it's like a game for teenage girls, which would just turn yeah, me into Glenn you, a minute do ago. Do you know what that smells like, live? Yeah. <laughs> All them jumping chicks getting all hot and bothered in their gussets. We um we got a we got a we got a comment come in from Twitch. It just it's from Baldy, and it says, "Never seen Glenn or Charlie Brown in the same room." That's a new. <laughs> New conspiracy theory. <laughs> it well, it only happened at the ones. All I, we're, you know, we're lucky. You know, Charlie got he's, off lucky. Yeah. He's hey. lucky that it hasn't happened again. All I heard there was. <laughs> <laughs> And that's that. I finally won one. Oh my god. I can't believe it took me six episodes of my own show for me to win. But that's how you know it's fair. That's that's good judging. So uh, again, I hope you enjoyed the show. I had a great time. I can't wait until next week. Originally, it was supposed to be Jess Fosticue with Eleanor Tiernan. But Jess, uh, just like about an hour ago, had to message me. She said that she got a bunch of paid work that she can't turn down, which... Honestly, for comedians right now, all paid work is work that we can't turn down. So I'm going to have to move her to another date. I've sent a couple messages out to other comics, uh, and I will let you know on Twitter, Instagram, when I've confirmed the second person. But Eleanor Tiernan will be there. She's one of my favorite comics. She's been a great judge in the past, so I think it's going to be a great show. That'll be on Wednesday, December 2nd at 7.30, live streamed on my YouTube and Twitch channels. Uh, once again, if you want to follow Glenn, it's Glenn Wool, uh, at Glenn Wool, with two, Glenn with two N's. Uh, check out his albums. My, the first one I listened to of Glenn's was called Let Your Hands Go, and it's amazing. It's such a great comedy album. And his new one, Viva Forever, is also spectacular. It's funny. It's, it's uh, heartbreaking and beautiful. Uh, it's poignant. It's uh, filthy. It's got everything you want from stand-up. So check out Viva Forever by Glenn Wool. Thanks again to Glenn and Paul. Again, I would give you Paul's social media stuff, but he actively said, please don't follow me. So... Let's all respect his wishes. Take care, guys. I'll be back next week. If you want to hear the extra episode that we recorded after this, it's available on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Betts. It's only three pounds a month, and you get all the extra episodes. Plus, I'm going to be doing some Patreon-only shows pretty soon. So sign up to that. Thank you again for listening. I hope everybody's safe. Take care of yourselves. <laughs>